Hello, everyone, and we are back with another big team talks, people. Yes, and obviously, we are sponsored by 316 Clove. Guys, the summer is still here. Go get your fresh gums. Go over to the socials. Go, go like, go, go subscribe, go follow, and get your fresh garments, man. Like, the gums, mm, beautiful. You see some of your favorite boilers wearing them out and about as well. So make sure you go over to 316 Clo. Go follow and also go buy some of the garments, man. Come on now. We know we want to keep you guys fresh. Talk about being fresh. We got some fresh-looking faces here, looking all beautiful <laughs> and that. Come on. Obviously, we're joined by John Bostock and Kenji Gare for this episode. How are you guys doing? Yes, doing really well. A pleasure to be here and we're looking forward to get into the topics today, man. Let's get straight into it, KJ. I'm ready for this one. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so football season is back. Football is back, you know what I'm saying? Come on now, we love that. Uh, Premier League's kicked off, Community Shield, Arsenal winning that. The transfer season is here and it's active and it's open. Uh, big moves, big transfers happening. We're going to dive in, deep dive into that as well. Um, Ken Kenji got his move. He's looking fresh, living life in Qatar. John playing for Notts County in League Two now. New, new shirt number as well. I did notice that. Um, and scoring a banging goal in his fir uh, first home game as well. We love to see it. Guys, where to start? One, one thing I want to ask you before we get into the, to the, to the proper stuff, you know what I'm saying, is when a new season starts, what do you guys look forward to uh, when, when it's new season time? You know what? As, um, as a footballer, it's, it's an exciting time because now like pre-season is a blow. No player really, really enjoys preseason. Although it's something you know you have to endure, it's you can't wait. You can't wait to get it over and done with. Um, and so, for a footballer, a new season is like a new year for a person. You know, they say our New Year's resolutions, January first. This is like our new year, and so we have a lot of hope, expectations, aspirations. A lot of players set goals, set targets to to meet. And speaking from a baller's and baller in God's perspective, like we had a retreat in the off season. Kenji was uh, was there, and it was a time where we spent three or four days away, seeking God's face, um, really just kind of pulling back so we could go further forward, even this season. And although it was a spiritual retreat, and you know, but you know, we also prayed into our careers this coming season. Um, really prayed for breakthrough, open doors, for anointing, for just for our careers to progress. Now, the Bible says that as your soul prospers, so you should prosper in your life. So although we are prospering spiritually, we want to prosper in our careers as well. So we come into this season with a lot of expectation, you know, believe in God. Jesus said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. So our faith's up. And look, the, 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 the challenges will come, there's no doubt. But beginning of the season, it's like a fresh slate, um, and I missed football. I don't know about you, Kenji, but I missed watching football on TV. I missed having it, you know, just there. And so, yeah, I think I speak for myself and a lot of other ballers go when it come, uh, when I say that, like, we're expectant for this year, for sure. I love that, John. I love that. And, and exactly how you just shared that as well, John, is like, we come so expectant, you know, like we've got so many goals, aspirations that we want to meet and we're just so excited for the new season uh, to start and begin. And as the season has started as well for me, like I've come to a whole new country, you know, I'm in Qatar right now, I've just signed out here in Qatar 
And uh, I'm just getting to know my teammates, getting to know my teammates, getting to know how they think, what they do, why they do the things that they do. Also off the pitch, because we know if the relationships that you build off the pitch impact how you perform on the pitch as well. So as I'm, you know, building that relationship with them, I'm starting to see how they how they react to certain things and getting to know them. I've seen the preseason games as well. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the to the new season to, to start as well. Yeah, I love how... Um... You guys don't like preseason as much as us fans do either. <laughs> like preseason, it's it's calm. Obviously, it's a chance for the coaches experiment. You guys to get your fitness up and, and prepare for the new season. But there's nothing like the actual competitive games of the season, man. So yeah, like I'm I'm glad that it's back. It's kicked off. And um, yeah, there's been some massive moves, massive deals already. Kenji, obviously, you getting your move to uh, to Qatar. But we've seen many, we've seen many, many players transfer teams over the transfer window season. And this year, we've had some interesting ones already. And are we going to start with, with, with England's golden boy, England's captain, Harry Kane, leaving Spurs? Um, I personally think this is a great move for him. I think it's a chance for him to go and show the world what he can do. Uh, John, I know you used to play for them, but like Spurs, in my opinion, it's... It, it's not there yet to, to <laughs> win the major honours. And um, and I think Harry Kane is a level of... <laughs> you spoke with the utmost honour there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, listen, listen. Spurs, I have a piece the of You put KJ, the tough thing is that they were close with Harry. Yeah. Mm. Harry took them within points of winning the league, within 35 minutes, of an hour of winning Champions League. Like, he... He, he, he took them as far as he possibly could. He carried them. And looking at Harry Kane's uh, uh, transfer, it, it's something that I've taken quite a lot of interest into because I, I played with him. I came up uh, for the youth team of him at Spurs. And the trajectory of his career has just been incredible. Um, and just this last night, I was lying in bed. I was thinking, my old teammate moved for 100 million last night or two days ago. I was thinking, that's he's done, he's done incredible, you know. Um, now the debate comes down to, should he have gone to Bayern for trophies or should he have stayed in England to take the record Premier League goal scorer? What, what, what do you guys think Think about that? What's your opinions? What would you do? Katie, what would you do? What would you do? Listen, I would never be able to do anything that you guys do. But if I could and I was Harry Kane's ability, bruv, I need to. I need that silverware, man. I need those medals around my mm. neck. The goal scoring record is is great, and it will be a historic moment for himself as a personal player and England as a whole. But to have another, to have a new record holder in the Premier League for the goals and being the England captain as well, I think for England that'd be a great thing. But for me as a player, I look at it. I'll be like, yo, I want trophies. I want silverware. I want my name to be sitting with the greats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you can't, in my opinion, I'm sorry, you can't sit with the greats, be in the same conversation with the greats if you've got no trophies to your name. Really? And Harry Kane, he's he is of that level. He could be there. He's got the talent, the ability, the, his story, the way that he's worked hard to develop himself, to become a leader and a, and a, and a guy to, to score not just goals, but just to get assists, to lead a team. You de he des For me, he deserves to, to have his name up there, but he can't do that with trophies. And people like to disrespect the Bundesliga saying, ah, oh, it's the Bundesliga with Bayern. So how, why is that worth? That's worth a lot more than scoring how many goals and no trophies in England. That's just my personal opinion. I would I would pick the trophy. I yeah. think it's the right thing and go try and win trophies. Uh, but what if he goes and doesn't win? 
Then it's Spurs, you know. Oi, oi, he just missed out on the Super Cup already. So the Spurs, he, he, that's what I mean. He went there and didn't even win. That's not his fault, though. That's not that one ain't his fault. I'll give him that one. But the Bundesliga, the the Pokal, the Champions League, go 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 get those, Harry man. Go get those. What are you what are you saying, Kenj? What are you saying? I would I'd be gone as well to be honest. And I think like looking looking like from a perspective from where he is, um, I think he's been there his whole career. You know, he's seen it, been there, done that, and he and he also sees there's it's capped. He's done everything that he can, like John shared. Like he's there's no more there's no more that he can do there. Obviously, he can get his personal uh, awards of, of goals and, and more goals and stuff like that. But it's not like he can you know do everything on his own. Um, and I think that I would I would make the same decision. I would go because I I believe that he can still come back and break records. I agree. I agree. And after a couple of years, you know, he can still come back, break the records that he desires. Um, in a in a Southampton or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen now, bro. Go back to Spurs, man. You do your retirement home thing there, innit? Like, go yeah, there. he needs to come home. Because think about it, like he's because yeah. knowing him, everything he chooses is so meticulous. He would have thought this through. Every single detail, and he's 30 years old now. Yeah. I think he's born 93, so he's 30. Yes, he'll be 30 this year. So he's what four year deal out there. He'll come back 34, 35 to Spurs. Harry came at 34, 35. Yeah, you so know, if his body's right, he should be able to score 40 goals within three, three years. Mm. So he needs to play in the biggest competitions. Simple yeah. as that. You know, he needs to. And I see he's got new boots now. He's wearing Sketchers boots. Have you seen these new boots he's wearing? Oh, really? <laughs> Hey, yeah, so he's signed. He's, he's, yeah, he's signed. And that's another thing I was going to say about a new season, like new number, new teammates, new boots. These little things like we love as players. But he's um, he's obviously taken Lewandowski's old number and he's signed a lifetime deal with Sketches, and they're about to release the, their first high-end boot. And so it's, it's like a fresh start for him, you know. So mm. him and his family, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll go yeah, on to win a lot of accolades over there. Family side. For the family side, it's proper exciting as well, you know, bringing over the kids and your yeah, wife. Yeah, he's on he's a just had adventure. a new newborn as well. He's, he's had a child, oh. a new child recently as well. So I know a lot of people in the media were kind of speculating, oh, because of this family situation, he's, he's going to stay and he wants to look at... Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, I know you, I'm sure you guys have done it. You, you've, you've been away from your family to play football. You can always come back. You may have even moved your family out there with you as well. So there are many ways around that situation, especially if you're a player of his level. You, you can get around that. So I'm I'm personally I'm happy for Sir Harold Kane and um hopefully he can go get the trophy <laughs> go get the trophies that uh, that I feel like he, he's able to to achieve. And, and, and you know I was thinking like what was the alternatives for him? Stay at Spurs, which he's done that so many times. In England, who were the big takers for him? City got Haaland, Arsenal have gone a different direction, United that's we the just only other club. Yeah, we just saw Poland. That. And we didn't have Madrid the... are waiting for Mbappe. Is is that? Mm. And you know, does Kane want to sign for a team that promotes the devil in their in their adverts? You know. Why <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> don't? Why? 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 Listen, oh, KJ, okay, listen, listen. Talk to us, man, because this is your team, man. Like, okay. So obviously, being a Christian, just before you answer, just before you answer this, that our Instagram blew up as soon as that. Uh, Really? Advert came up. Yeah. Everyone was like, do a video on 
Ball has got a response to this video, like because Roy Keane speaking as from like mm. that, that contract with the devil. So as a United fan, as a Christian, like I think it's a, it's a good it's a good thing to us to talk about. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It is now. Oh man, when I when I say I was upset, like as a being a man, being a Christian and a Man United fan, you're already gonna have that kind of stigma already. Being like, oh, you you got a team with a devil on the shirt and da 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 da, and however you deal with that is how you deal with it. I've just been like, yo, if you guys think the devil is a is a red thing with a pitchfork, then I'm like, okay, cool. You guys need to really evaluate what you think that is. But it's not necessarily the caricature on the chest that did it for me. It was, again, what they were saying, the way they was talking about doing a pact that you're, you're already, it's too late to say no. You've already chosen. But that for me, I was just like, that don't sit right at all and ah uh, it, it was very it's very upsetting for me because it's kind of like you want to be able to love your football club um you want to be able to support it and not worry about these things and man united have already got situations with players like mason greenwood going on um in the background that we don't like the owners like the glazer situation selling the club so you got all these things going on in general anyway for me just to add that on top i was just like oh lord Please, please forgive them for they didn't know what they do. <laughs> they know what they do, man. Like they, 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 I think the higher higher powers that be know what they're doing. But like, say like the players or like even Roy Keane, I don't think they they realize what they're doing or what they're saying, which is a bit sad for me. So, so yeah, we just gotta pray for for everyone in that situation and and yeah, and I don't know, I just can't buy that kit, even though it's probably the waviest one we've had for like such a long time. I just can't, I just can't buy it's that. A serious kit. Yeah, it's, it's wavy, kit. but the message behind that now for me is is tainted. Yeah, can you sit I, in I, there? Can you sit in there like you didn't play for Man United for <laughs> how many years, man? Just like <laughs> it's a tough one. So I, I, I've actually got a close friend of mine. He's a Christian. He said he, he would never. If I bought my Man United shirt, he would never wear it. If I signed for Man United and I had number ten, he said, John, I still wouldn't wear it. So he's like, that's he's he's made his mind up. Mm. But I think it's really important just to give you know, our opinion as ballers have got about this advert that's come out because it's, for me, it's like a power move. Like, every, the Bible says that our, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We, we we wage war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in high places. Roy Keane, Garnacho, Rashford, these guys, everyone who you can see in that video, they're just repeating words, all right? They have, I'm sure, no deep affiliation with the enemy in terms of understanding what they're doing. Like Ken, KJ just said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. So Jesus said, people, if they're not in Christ, then they have no solid foundation or ground to say no to certain things and pause. But that advert for me was like a, a trumpet. It was like a, a sound that went forth from one of the world's Biggest clubs, possibly the biggest club. That sound going forth and the enemy taking a t got an attention, showing off with that kind of contract proposal. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's the Man United third kit. Is it the third kit? Yeah, the third kit. Yeah, the key. third kit release advert. And it's dark. It's very dark, you know. Mm -hmm. And look, this, and I'm not judging Man United or any club because if any club tries to hold their hand up and say, we're righteous, then I think they should put the hand back down um but this is a wake-up call to all christians really to to be bold about jesus if the enemy is going to be this bold through the world's biggest club then we need as believers need to be even more bold about the truth 
Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God unto salvation to all who believe. So if the enemy is not ashamed about, you know, plastering his name around the world through this kit launch or just through, you know, his ways, then as believers, this is like a wake up call and challenge to you guys to how, how bold am I for the things of God, you know? So please be praying for the club, be praying for not just the club, but praying for God to move in the realm of football. But that for me was like, okay, this is how they're going to start the season. Mm. Interesting. So, um, yeah, just be prayerful, guys, and be slow to judge. Um, but, of course, when the enemy's name is, is, is used that strong in the, in the kit launch or whatnot, it's something that we should look at, pray for, and be reminded that, you know, I need to go harder for, the, for God. So, yeah. so they won't be finishing the top six this year, would they? <laughs> uh, listen, listen. Uh, KJ's hurting, to... you know, Kenji. It's hurting, hurting, it hurts, man. It hurts because he's just like, <laughs> why? I literally tweeted. I tweeted, who thought this was a good idea? Who did this? I was just like, <laughs> no, man. I was, I was fuming. And people like people online were like, oh, why are you? Why are some United fans upset about? Um, this advert is not that deep. I was like, or like, why are you upset we're having a devil on your chest? I was like, have you not seen? I'm just like, do you not see what they're doing? Again, it's like you're saying, it's the, for me, it's the brazenness. They're just doing it now. We've seen yeah, a lot of yeah. different scenarios in the world now, now where they just do it. It's not even a hide or, or, or conspiracy. Yeah. It's not even a covert thing anymore. They just do it now and it's crazy. And yeah, man, fuming. I saw that. I couldn't even watch the whole, I didn't even watch the whole video. As soon as my mm. uh, boy Key said those few words, I was like, okay, I'm done. I can't, I can't do this now. Upsetting, man. Upsetting. Um, but hopefully, um, like John said, we, we there'll be change in the world of football. This is why this platform is here. This is why these guys do what they're doing. So like these things just can't just can't come about. Because as a player, say I was even thinking, bro, if I was a player for Man United and they asked me to do this ad, I can't do it. I just have to say no. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Yeah. I was thinking that, but wow, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, thing big things happening in the world of football. Talking about big things, um, Neymar is looking to leave PSG. Rumors of uh, Saudi coming in, Al Hilal coming in, and 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 getting him as well. We've seen a lot of players go from <laughs> Premier League, La Liga, Syria, Bundesliga, French league. Uh, to go to the Saudi league and th there's a bigger conversation to have about it but what is your guys just quick opinion on players getting these big contracts getting these big moves to this to this new and developing league to be honest I, I can completely understand um, especially with myself making that decision to come out here as well um, in, in Qatar I know Qatar is a little bit different to, to Saudi but I understand it completely. You know, it gets to a point in your career where, um, where what are your goals? What do you really want to achieve? What is it? And you start to realise, you know, football isn't forever. You know, you're doing it for a certain period of your life and you need to make sure that you make the, you get the most out of, you know, the talent that you've also been blessed with, but also the resources that God has um, provided uh, for you to, for you to get for me personally. Um, that's the reason why I um, decided to come out here. And I understand that that's the, the big reason why most players come go to Saudi and go to, to this new... Um, to, because I don't know how it's going to look like, what it's going to look like, you know? Are we going to watch the Saudi League? Are we going to, you know, who are we going to support? Like, it's a whole new market 
and that's now going that it's now exp exploding uh, in the world of football so i don't know what which way football is going to go but um but i'm excited to see uh, to see what's going to happen to be honest and especially with neymar like i think that is such a mm. With Neymar, one of the best footballers, you know, in, in in this generation, and I just loved watching him. Obviously at Barcelona, with the things that he did, like the games that he played, like the Champions Leagues that he that he was a part of, you know, him, Suarez, Messi, and those times, you know, that oh man, for him to go to Saudi, like, I'd be a bit upset. I'd be a bit upset. You know, obviously we got you had Ronaldo, obviously pretty much start it all off with um, going going over there. Now they've just had this mad drive of just like obviously we know the Saudi the Saudi area and the Saudi country is a rich country. The fact that they bought four of the best team like the the PIF for bought four of the uh, best teams in that country and is funding all four of them to get all these players. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean the PIF? I don't understand. Yeah, the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia. They oh, wow. bought the four best teams in Saudi Arabia, so they're the ones basically funding all these moves and um, getting. And do they players. own clubs in England as well? They own Newcastle. Um, okay. They own Newcastle, and then they've got some other clubs. I think they're trying to get more clubs around Europe. But, but yeah, the fact that they've done that and they're just getting all these players, I'm just like, yo, this is wild to me. Like, do they, do they have control of who wins? Like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? So basically, they have bottomless pockets. Oh, oh yeah, almost yeah. Four clubs basically almost have bottomless pockets, which is insane. Um, but do, 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 do you know what KJ? Like I will say because a lot of people are saying, "Ah, oh, Saudi are killing football. Players are going for the money." Well, of course they are. They're not going to win Champions League, are they? But imagine. So I, I read some comments from fans, and I get their perspective because they want to protect the the nostalgia of European football, and it is elite, etc. Um, but if someone is passionate about um, being a, a web designer, yeah, and they're in Europe doing their job and a company far away offer you five times the same amount to do the exact same job. You're not doing a different job to do exactly what you love. Now, you might miss out on some of the, you know, things that go on in the web designing competitions in Europe, but you are now in a position to provide for your family your family's family, your children's children. When you put it like that, it is very hard to see why players won't go. You know, um, of course, who, who who said no to the money the other day? There was a player, um, a few other players. See, uh, Dama Traore, he had offers. I see other players. Uh, they stayed in Europe. Yeah, Europe. Killing Mbappe, the, the biggest one of all, said okay, yeah. no. So, but you yeah, know, I watched yeah. PSG the other day. I was watching PSG because Mbappe have been, has been bombed to the Reds. Yeah, they've lost Neymar, they've lost Messi, and possibly Mbappe. I was thinking, PSG like they've got no big hitters. I'm not going to watch him anymore. But <laughs> Neymar for me, if he goes to if he goes to Saudi, that's the only one I'll be not disappointed. Be like, ah, like you're still for me in my eyes, you're still at the peak, or yeah. you could be if you get back to fitness, but. Listen, you don't know people's situations, and so if he decides to go, he decides to go. But yeah, this they're, league, they're, if they continue, they could be serious, serious competitors in a couple yeah. of years. No, I'm, I'm as a fan. I know a lot of fans that really don't like it. I'm just curious because I'm just like, how far does this go? We've seen this kind of happen before with the Chinese league. They tried something similar, and uh, as we all know, that didn't really work out in the end because 
just they ran out of money and they had new rules and regulations. So most lot of the players that were there actually moved to Saudi. <laughs> like so a lot of them moved over to, to Saudi to in, in that situation. But I'm just curious to see like like yourselves like how far can this go? Like will they try? I can even see them trying to integrate themselves into European football with the Champions League. If they get good enough, they'll be like, look, we can provide money because we know you're way first struggling with that. Go, just let a couple of our teams in 100%. and we can we can have a, an agreement and, and potentially grow this in a different way. So so I'm just really intrigued where this goes as a, as a whole because it's not just about the players. I think, I think it also is about the infrastructure of football in general um, and how it's, it's very, very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. That's very interesting. Like especially like what I've what I'm witnessing here at the moment. Mm. It's like it's gone from five professionals to seven. You know, it's gone from um, so that's from last year to this year. So they're what already you five professionals. What do you mean five professionals? So it's like so so basically you can have five foreign players. Oh, year. foreigners. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you can have seven mm. from outside. Um, so soon it will be <laughs> unlimited. You know, that's the progression that they're going. But obviously, they want their national team to also progress yeah. and, and the players to progress as well. So I think there's a there's a bigger plan um, that they have um, in order for Saudi to go to the to the elite, to the elite level. Um, because also with the national team, you know, obviously they beat the they beat the champions. Um, they beat Argentina. Yeah, so yeah I think, crazy moment. I think they really do want to grow um, their national team as well. Yeah, man. I, I think just also sorry, KJ. Just on that, I think um, when you said about the Champions League, I could definitely see even if they don't make the Champions League, they'll be like the winners of the Champions League against the winners of the Saudi kind of yeah, be yeah. like a, a super super cup. But as a Christian as well, I know that money is very powerful. The Bible says that money answers everything. Um, sorry, Jesus spoke about money so much in the in, in the New Testament because he knew he, he knew that where a man puts his treasures, so his heart will be also. So money is really key, but as believers, we have to make sure that the decisions we make, they can't be based solely on money. We have to be very attentive and sensitive to the will of God, um, especially when it comes to, you know, moving to a place like Saudi when the, our people me message us and say, like, what about the human rights issues? You know, the way that they've built their country, the way they've built the infrastructure. There's so many question marks about how they've done things. And so... I think this situation, if the offer comes up for anyone, has to be dealt with in prayer and with wise counsel. So if anyone is watching this and you are about to go on a career move, that could be in England, that could be anywhere, or you're considering the next step in your life, just some tips that would help you is, what does the word say? When I pray about it, how does it work up with, you know, how I thought the Lord responded? And also, like, seek wise counsel. The Bible says, in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. So ask people, believers around you, uh, their thoughts and when you put these three things together you know you should be in a position to make a good decision you know so we'll be we'll, we'll be watching it with eager eyes it's, it's an interesting scenario john i just want to add on what you just shared there just before you take over kj um like for me personally how i made my decision you know just to add on to from my perspective i was also at the retreat as john mentioned and at the retreat um obviously the transfer window was open i was getting a lot of offers um you know god, god really positioned me in a way that um, that had a lot of interest with the season that I had. And uh, in that time, I said, you know what? And John um, took our phones away and we could only have it for an hour a day. And I was like, I'm not even going to focus on the offers to come. And all the clubs thought I was crazy. 
because it was like, well, what about your future? What about where you're going to go? You're not even making a decision. But I knew that I had to make my decision from what God had in store for me rather than what my flesh really desired. So I was like, I, I went to John for counsel. I went to, uh, to the brothers um, as well to hear their perspective. But also what the main thing was, I went to Jesus, you know, mm -hmm. and I encountered and, I, and we had an encounter with him. You know, the retreat was life changing for me just to be in that environment, in that space um, as well with, with, with brothers like John. KJ was also there um, and with players that are all on the same, the same wavelength and the same mission to, to, to know Jesus. And the reason why I made my decision was because of that, you know, my spirit was filled. And as my spirit was filled, I then said to myself, the door that was open, you know, when doors are open, it's not a coincidence. And when doors close, it's not a coincidence because we know in a split second, doors close, doors open, you know? So we have to also be aware that when a door is open, we need to know, and we have to take these serious. We have to take these doors serious, but also know in your spirit, does it feel good? And I followed peace. I followed where the peace was. I followed where where my family also um, desired. You know, you also have to ask for the ask for the wisdom of you know who your wife and and, and stuff like that, where she feels comfortable and what she desires. Um, but really, I, I really felt um, called uh, to listen to this offer, and, and and I flew over there. And you know, I wanted to go and see it. And as I went to go and see it, I had a feel for it. I spoke to the club, spoke to the people around, and. And uh, I made a decision to go. So I just wanted to share that, how mine went, um, just to add on what you shared as well, John, so beautifully. Yeah, thanks Thanks for sharing that, Kenji. I know that, and, and, and John, for both of those bits of wisdom there, because I know that there'll be there'll be players and even just people in general got big decisions to make about uh, what to do with their life next. And uh, I think that's very encouraging to hear uh, that that's a way you can go about doing it to get the best outcome. Um, but yeah, sticking on the topic of big money, though, Mm. Chelsea Football Club are doing an absolute madness ever since Todd, are we, uh, the fans are calling Todd B, bruv, you know what I'm saying? Ever since Todd Bowley came through, <laughs> bought Chelsea, they've just been spending money, 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 money. They've had like three summer transfer windows in three normal windows. It's crazy. And the reports are saying that they have got a bid accepted for Moises Caicedo from Brighton for 115 million pounds a British transfer record as as footballers seeing these kind of numbers what do you think when you see these kind of numbers going for football as well because I, I listen I'm a fan of Caicedo brilliant player but he's only 21 he's in the been in the Premier League for the two years like has it been two years he's played yeah two, years. two, two seasons he's been in the two seasons and he's gone for 115 million well I, I don't know i don't know when this video is getting released hopefully as soon so we could but i didn't know he was 21 i didn't know he was 21 he's serious then no i think he's i think he's outrageous i was really surprised they were really really pushing for him because i like enzo fernandez in the okay. in the deeper role I, I I I love him to bits, um, but one fifteen for him, I think it's too much, bro. I think, mm. but that's the thing. If there's two people desiring to buy one house, the price has to go up, mm -hmm. and because Liverpool and Chelsea both really want him, they it's a bidding war. 
Brighton have just clocked it. They're like the Borussia Dortmund of England. They've just absolutely mm. smashed it. And I, I think that they've got a wonderful model. Um, I saw their manager speak saying, he said um, he's already forgotten about Casado. Yeah, 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 um, so he's moved on, which is brilliant. Um, but they just unearthed gems. McAllister gone to Liverpool, looks good. Him to Chelsea or Liverpool. It looks. I, I, I do think it's too much. So I think looking back, like some some of my favourite players, in uh, Iniesta, your Zavis, your Xavi Alonso's, your like Guti, Thiago Alcantara, Vratis, these kind of players I love to watch. How much would they be worth in today's game, you know? Mm. It looks like players, if they're going for 100 odd million now, in 10 years, they're going to be looking at 200 million like, for top, top, top players. It's just going to go up and up and up. So it Surely is crazy. But bubble bursts. Surely the bubble has to burst. At some how? Point. How's it going? And with Saudi coming yeah. in, it's just going to continue. Yeah. That's mad. You know, for DM. So... I'm sorry. He's a DM, man. Yeah. He's a DM. Did he scored last season. I don't think he scored. He scored, I think he scored like one or two. Like he, he scored, a, he's a defensive midfielder. Oh, but so is Rice. So is Rice. Rice for one yes, or five, no? But even Rice, it's mad. It's madness. I remember 18, eight, 89 million pounds got you Cristiano Ronaldo in 2008. The day he left. At 2008? Yes. Kenji, KJ, how, we're talking 15 years ago, man. Yeah. 2009. <laughs> Like, that's what it gets you. It, around that period, it gets... Now, it can't even get you the right boots of, of Declan Rice and Caicedo. Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's mad, it's mad. Listen, look at house though. prices. Look, Listen, 15 years yeah. ago, you could have bought, you could have bought a five-bedroom house for, for a lot cheaper than they are now. It's just, it's the way the market's going. And look, yeah. we can't control that. I think for players yeah. as well, from a player's perspective, when you move for that, it comes with a lot of pressure. You know, you try and try and try to think, no, it's, it was, it's not my, you know, I had nothing to do with the fee, but you do feel it and fans start to mention it. And yeah, you yeah, worth a hundred million, you worth this and that. It, it, it comes with pressure. So, you know, they've got to deal with that as well. It's a good pressure, of course, because you're getting bought by a club that's going to play you because they have mm -hmm. to, you know, find some return on the investment. But it's the whole, uh, 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 approach from Chelsea is, is crazy for me. I watched them against Liverpool on the weekend and it was like an un, an elite, the world's best under-23 team with a couple, you know, experienced pros. So they're going to take time. Hopefully they stick with Pochettino for long enough, but football's changing. Yeah, man. But I think they do have a, they, they do buy young players. Like, it's not like they're spending that money on, you know, experienced players they are they are investing in the young players to eventually after five years seven years um be the best and i think the plan you know is i see i see i see it promising i see it as a promising plan yeah i call it i call them football manager fc in it because when you play FM, yeah. i don't know you guys have ever played fm if you play fm did we ever play fm of course we did <laughs> of course bro <laughs> when we play fm yeah we get rid of the old man Bringing all the young superstars, all the young regions, and we just go and just dominate the league. This is what they're doing. They're basically a, a, a football manager saving in real life. And I, lo I personally love it. I do love it. I, I'm I, as a United fan, and they're being a rival of mine. I want them to fail, obviously. But being a football fan, I'm just so intrigued by like by how this goes in the next like let's say three to five years. Where these guys are, do they keep buying and spending? Do they develop into a super team? Are they just literally overhyped youngsters? We don't know. I'm really interested, intrigued to see. But I, what I want to know is, 
in today's market, John Bostock, Kenji Gore, how much are you worth? Tell me now. <laughs> Listen, when you realise that the King of Kings paid the ultimate price for our sins. Amen. I can't put a price on that. Yeah, I can't put a price on that. It's not, you, eight year, it's not an eight-year deal like Chelsea. It's an eternal deal. Yeah, hey, no hey, years hey. on the contract. Endless. So, hey, listen, we know our value, man. Our, our, yeah. our value doesn't come from a, a director's we bit are of us. It comes from the king of things. That's it. <laughs> hey, man, I love that. I love but Chelsea, I'm only 31. If you got any more contracts going. <laughs> <laughs> They're offering eight-year deals. That's a whole oh, career. Yeah. Right, you fit, you come and finish your career, son. Sign that. There's a pen. Yeah, sign, sign a team. Yo, as 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 Toto would, yeah, Kenji, as Toto would do, innit? You you sit there, you're holding the shirt, man. You're holding the shirt. All right, listen. If Chelsea, if you need if you need ball boy contracts, I know I'm a bit older to be a ball boy, but I will move to London. A 20 year deal to pick up balls for you guys. I'll do that, man. You but know you know what, what KJ, just before we move off of Chelsea, will the players stay hungry? They're offering kids. Hundreds of thousands of pounds for eight years. They might think, "Well, I've got other seven years left." Are they? Mm. That might create something else. So we'll, we'll see. Well, we'll Caicedo see. did say when in January when he was trying to move to uh, to Arsenal that he, the reason why he wants to go is because of his family. He wants to yeah, look enough. after them and all of that. So he's got that now. So is that his ultimate goal in football already achieved? But I, think, I assume is, not. But... Really, really good topic. Like really, really good topic to speak on. Like because. Yeah, the reason why changes a lot, you know, it changes so all the time. So when, you know, when you're, when you're, you're playing, when you're young, you just want to get to that next level. You want to get to the first team from there. You want to play in the Champions League. You know, you always have that goal. And then from there, you're like, I can't wait to buy my mom a house. And then I buy my family a house and my, you know, when I get that car. And as soon as you get that, you know, you're on to the next one, but it gets to a point maybe where it's like, well, what, what, what now? And that's why it's going to be very, very interesting uh, to see, you know, when you've got everything, are you still have you still got that same hunger, the same desire um, for it? Because the reason why is so is so powerful because you're thinking about, you know, the days where you didn't have the the, the food that you desire to eat, or you know, the the trainers that you really desired. Um, so it's like that reason why has to be so powerful. And, you know, the reason why we do it is obviously for you know to glorify um, Jesus Christ. So we have a we have a you know, for me especially, like there's a there's a there's a hunger inside of me that is like from giving my life to Christ has really got that fire inside of me to perform at the highest level. Um, because I didn't have that, you know, growing up. Right. Gentlemen, I think it's time to predict the Premier League top four, new season, new transfers, and we know what's gonna happen, man. It's gonna be one of the one of the best Premier League seasons coming up i have a feeling i can feel it in my bones so i want to know what do you guys think the premier league top four will be at the end of the season come may yeah we'll go with, so go we'll first? Go with john yeah go with john fourth place man united third place liverpool second arsenal and champion city for the four peat Okay, Pete. for you as a Man United fan, yeah, I think no, Man I City like they're too strong. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I can, I see it, I see it. Kenji, what are you saying? I go fourth. I'm gonna go Chelsea. Mm. Third, 
I'm going United. Second, Arsenal. First, Man City. Yo, no, Liverpool. City. No. Man City doing they're, the they're coming fifth. Klopp, no, Salah, Salah's Vex. Salah came with Salah's Vex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny, man. When Salah's Vex, it's long. And KJ? <laughs> okay, so I'm saying, I, I was saying Liverpool fourth, but the way that their transfer window has gone, mm. it's looking a bit techie. So I am actually saying Chelsea. Chelsea fourth. Man United third. I don't think we're there yet. Ooh. I'm saying Man City second. And I think it's the year of the Arsenal. I think Arsenal will win oh, the Premier wow. League this year. Um, just for the main fact of doing a four P. I know okay, I know it's gonna sound like I'm being salty because I'm a United fan, but doing a four P is so difficult, like mentally, and like like you've been doing it for three years in a row. You've got to do it one more time again. You've just done a treble as well. A four P after a treble three P. It look for me, I just from watching what I've seen in football, it just looks tough, man. It just looks tough. The KDB, I don't think physically is the same player. They've lost some big players. Not to say that they won't be amazing. Man City will be amazing, but I just think Arsenal can just pit them because they're the young, fresh blood. The disappointment of last year, I think they can just try and beat them to to the title. Um, it's 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 a it's a calculated risk. Also, a lot of hope as well. A lot of copium too. So um, I need Arsenal to win the league. I can't be having a four feet happening on my head top. So so yeah, that's my top four. That is that is my top four. I love it. Nice. I love it. Right, guys. We have uh we'll we'll come back to these in the mid season to see how we how well we're doing, how how good our football knowledge is in the in the long run. Um I've had an, I've enjoyed this pod, it's been great. Hopefully you guys listening uh have, have found it amazing too. Remember to like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, make sure you go to the all the podcast platforms you like, follow the Ballers and God podcast. And uh, make sure you keep up to date with all the podcasts that are being releasing. Before we leave, though, we want to uh, leave with you some 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 of the word um, and encourage you guys as as we leave now. So John is going to bring us a verse, and um, we're going to pray and then head out from there. Proverbs chapter eighteen, verse ten and eleven: The name of the Lord is a strong tower; the righteous man runs into it and is safe. A rich man's wealth is his strong city and like a high wall in his imagination. We spoke about a lot of money, guys, today, and moves and transfers and things. The Bible says that a rich man's wealth is his strong city, but our strong city, our richness comes from knowing Jesus, and the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And when we run into him, we find safety. So no matter what comes this season ahead of us, ahead of the ballers and God, ahead of you and your own career, continue to stay close to Jesus, abide in him, and he will be your strength this year in Jesus' name. And I'll close to pray over us before we go. Father, we thank you for this time. I ask that, Lord, you bless those listening. You bless the community. Thank you for this movement. We ask that in the name of Jesus Christ, you be lifted up this season and that many would come to know you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Remember, we are sponsored by 316 Clo. To get the freshest garments, make sure you go over to there and buy those and support the cause. And buy the hat, else, man. Come buy on. The, buy the hat, Look at the tees. Hey, that's Wait, a new thing, John. 
Yeah, it's dropping soon. Don't worry, don't worry. Wait, listen, Moody is <laughs> dropping some banging shorts as well. Get out there. The sun is out. Well, it was for a little bit, you know, the British weather and that. You know what I mean? Kenji don't know about that. He's in Qatar. No, nah, I don't but get yeah. that. I'm going to the pool now. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, thank you for, for listening. Thank you for watching and, and, and stay blessed. God bless, guys. Much love.